Are you optimistic that the dual operating structure can become a reality? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think there are a couple of reasons. Um, the first one is simply that companies that can't adapt will disappear. Um, it's like evolution. If you can't adapt, uh, you're going to disappear. I think um, there, you will see companies that will grow from, from zero, nothing, small, to very big, very rapidly, um, with one business model that they execute well. But if they can't reinvent themselves, they will disappear. They will become what Steve Blank likes to call the disposable company. And only those that can continuously reinvent themselves, not necessarily just you know, by self-disrupting themselves, by, by capitalizing their existing businesses, but by building new growth engines. Amazon has done this really well when they built Amazon Web Services. So I think companies have to do it. That's the first reason. But the other reason why I'm pretty confident is I see a new generation of leaders that I interact with that are really eager to, to get this right. They're, they're trying hard, they're doing a lot of great things, they're overcoming incredible hurdles and barriers in their organizations to make this happen. And we really have a leadership um, in many companies now that are going beyond lip service um, to innovation, really trying to do it. A lot of, lot of good things happening. So another reason why I'm pretty confident is we did a peer learning summit at the beginning of this year, and we brought together companies like Intel, MasterCard, uh, 3M, Colgate, who are all using these tools and, and, and processes, business model canvas, uh, value proposition canvas, design thinking, lean startup. And it was really exciting to see these innovation leaders, you know, exchanging their best practices and explaining to each other how they over, overcome hurdles. Um, it's really, really in inspiring to see these people trying to get the job done, trying to create um, organizations that are ready for the 21st century, that are ready to create entirely new growth engines. I always have to smile a bit when, you know, in Silicon Valley, I, I hear entrepreneurs saying, oh, the future is going to be composed only of startups. Or, you know, all the big companies are going to be killed. Well, what they dis discount is the fact that once large companies figure this out, they can draw on a lot of very valuable resources. And I don't just mean money. I mean brand, um, access to customers, a um, lot of things, skills and, and patents, a lot of things that these large companies have that are very valuable. Once they figured out how to give their entrepreneurs, their internal entrepreneurs, access to these things, mm -hmm. um, they're going to be very powerful. Powerful startups. So we're going to see, you know, some really interesting things going on when disruptors and incumbents clash, and the <laughs> um, incumbents' reaction is not just to, to fight newcomers in the court, but actually come up with with new value propositions and new business models. I think we're going to enter a whole new era of innovation. It's going to be exciting for the customer because there's going to be a lot more value created for us at the end of the day, and we're going to have a, access to a lot more interesting things at a lower price.